This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, and welcome to... Hello, Stalk- David. Hi, Tim, and welcome to Stalking Time for the Moon Boys. Just before we went on air, you just yeah. accused me, because I haven't bought my computer. No. You accused me of not, not taking it as seriously as yeah, as, yeah and I've... Well, I think that's true, because, I mean, mm. last two times, you just haven't brought your computer... So right. what am I to make of that? The, I, it's quite heavy to bring in it on is, the back of my bike. Yeah, this is what you said. Yeah, Frankly, tr- I mean, as we know from mm. the last one, you are a cyclist. Yeah. I mean, quite Very a keen. You know, rigorous cyclist. Yeah. And yeah. actually, the truth is that you're a Peloton user. Yeah. You know, so you're obviously healthy, fit man. That's not an insult, you know. I'm not thinking of an insult. <laughs> I'm saying you're like... cl- clearly someone yeah. who would not have a heart attack if you right. had to carry a laptop right. in a rucksack okay. to where we are now. I don't want to risk it. <laughs> um, actually, talking of health, yeah. I've recently started having cold showers. I'm endlessly trying to make sure that I don't get dementia. Uh, and right. uh, I thought cold water on my skull. Yeah, you know you just told this story. <laughs> <laughs> That'll definitely do the trick. And just generally, I'd, re- I'd read a few things saying it was a good thing. And so I've been doing that. But it's quite hard. 
It's not that easy. Every no, morning, I, I think I'm not the cold shower. How long do you take it for? Well, this is what I'm going okay. to explain. This right. is why it's relevant to this podcast. Okay. So what I've started to do is play a song. I choose a song before I go into the cold shower. Mm. Uh, and I try and stay in the shower for the duration of that song. And this morning, I went for an eight-line poem. Because I thought... Lovely. I thought, slightly wrongly it turned out. It's short. Pretty short. <laughs> won't be that difficult. I'll right. be out. You know, it won't be right. that awful. Well, I forgot about eight-line poem. I was thinking just about the idea of it being eight lines and that being yeah. quite a short amount right, of right. words. Yeah. So it'll be, it'll be over. Fuck of a long intro. Eight lines and loads of guitar. It's really a long, yeah. long intro. Yeah. And I was actually shouting, yeah. come on, David, start <laughs> singing. Enough of Mick already. Right. Come on, I'm freezing. Um, also, he sings incredibly slowly on it, and that must have frustrated you. Quite slowly. It's I was also leisurely. quite worried, as you know, on the album. It wasn't. I was just playing it on Spotify on the album. It just goes straight into Are You Pretty Things. So I was worried it might do that. I might not I even, yeah. even realise. I might yeah. just stuck in the shower all through Are You Pretty Things. It's an interesting thought as to what... I think I have a... I've got one thought about of what the shortest Bowie song is. Yes, what is it? Well, I don't know. I'll tell you what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking that the first side of Low has lots of short songs, and I'm thinking... Not some... that short. No, but... Well, well, if it's the shortest, that's all that matters. <laughs> no, but... <laughs> but, I'm, but I can but... think of a shorter track immediately. OK, don't say it. OK. Because I know our listeners love it when we try and guess something. <laughs> oh, they love that. Um, hang on, so... Can I just finish the thought, but maybe... Because okay. things like Breaking Glass yeah. and... Um, be my wife. Be my, um, not so much be my wife, but I'm thinking breaking glass. And what's the other one in the middle there? Uh, Sound uh, of vision. Uh, yeah, no. Crashing in the same glass. car. Crashing in the same car. Maybe that's. Anyway, a new they career seem quite, in a new town. Well, no, that's quite long. Okay, but you think there's one shorter than say? No, not on low. Glass. No, no, not breaking sp- glass. There's definitely a shorter <laughs> Bowie track. Okay, track. Oh, yeah, future legend. Future legend. Is that? Sh- but that you might find that's quite long. No, it's okay. Let's check. Okay, who, what do you think is the length of Future Legend? Okay, I think Future Legend comes in at yeah one forty one. Not sure it's, it's actually on the internet. Length of Future Legend. Uh, oh yes, one what? One forty one. No, it's one ten. Okay, and I'd be amazed if there's a shorter. I think I think you may have got it. I mean, I'm gonna than that. Don't I'm gonna Google shortest Bowie track just in case. Okay, I mean um, while we're on some, yeah. obscure Bowieana. Never actually used that phrase in this entire time, but that's—is that that's, what you would no, say? It's, it's wrong. Bowieana. Bowieana being what? Well, all, all things arcane Bowie. stuff about David Bowie. So, for example, my mum, as I'm sure I have said on this uh, show, used to run a business called Golfiana, which was all things golf. Come to Sarah Badil's business store, and you can buy stuff to do with golf. Yeah, Golfiana. Go- <laughs> right. So, wouldn't we call Bowieana? Uh, Bo- I might call it Bowie Fenalia. What I'm thinking. Bowie Fidelia. Okay. Bowie is not quite what I mean, though, is it? Because I don't just mean stuff. Right. Although, although I did, in terms of my mum and Corfiana. I mean, just like, we're discussing Bowieana. So that is arcade. I don't think that sounds everything. right at all. Isn't it? Um, Another question I'm going to ask you. Yeah. So when I um, put on Eight Line Poem, I, got, I then got out the um, shower. To be honest with you, I got out when he finished singing. And there's quite a bit right. of guitar after that. But I couldn't quite handle it, so I got out. Right. And then I put my earphones in and listened to two more tracks uh, that were just following on on this sort of Spotify playlist. And one of them was All the Mad Men. Now, I think this is the most obscure question that could ever be asked about David Bowie. Um, Yep. And that is, and I I Googled this to see if it was on the internet. It's not even on the internet. Okay. And the question is, 
in the spoken voice bit in all the madmen you'll know that yes, bit perhaps I you do. Can do it for us very quickly well that has um the scientist doesn't it it has it has the girl it has going, david it ha- before we get to the girl right. that's the question okay okay so david says organic matter is a, something that's what the scientist yeah, says yeah. david says where can the horizon lie that's, okay. for a nation that hides its, it's organic, organic matter, matter or organic growth no, I think the scientist says growth, and David says organic matter in its heads or something. Yeah, okay. Where does the... Anyway, you know that bit. Yeah, and the girl goes... Okay, so here's the question. Yeah, okay. you, I clearly do know it anyway, but I, I'm quite impressed that you do. Okay. What does the girl say? There's a she, background voice of a girl. Yeah, what well, does she, she say? I say this all the time to my kids. What does she say? Can I keep it? Not quite. Oh, that's close. She says something before that. Oh, uh, hang on. Because doesn't he, isn't this also where he goes, this is one of the worst bits of Bowie acting ever, where he goes, they must be very dim. Very dim. <laughs> That's really bad. <laughs> That's one of the worst bits of Bowie speaking Actually, ever let, here. Shall we see if we can... Well, let's get the lyrics up. They right? must be very, very important, dim. this. Uh, so, oh, actually, the ordinary lyrics don't have that bit. That's annoying. Can we take a very quick parenthesis, because I'm going to lose this? Well, Which is, right. ten shortest songs of all time. Oh, right, yeah. They have got number 10. There's only one Bowie entry. Right. And it's at number 10, and it is Breaking Glass. Okay, but then they're not but, including no, Two Fringe right. Legends and, and as and a that, song. What I was going to say was that's, not, but that's at 152. Right. So you must be right, Future Legend. So, so what is the shortest song? The oh. shortest song, according to Classic Rock magazine. Shall I try and guess? I don't think I'll be able to. Uh, I think you will. I won't. You, you, okay, you what? won't. <laughs> In all songs, the shortest song ever. I mean, like... The problem well, I, with that is what counts. Exactly. So I think if you, if you think about it, it's a classic rock, you know, rock, rock in its broadest sense magazine. They've already got it wrong about Bowie. They don't know about Future Legends. Mm. So it's sort of going to be a very famous... It's going to be quite famous. Right. It's a Beatles song? Yeah, OK. So Beatles and it's um, on probably their most famous album. Sgt Pepper? OK, no. Not no. their most famous album. Abbey Road? Yes. OK. OK, so you must have it. You'll no, I don't it. have it. I, can't, it, I don't because know... Because it's, not, it's a snippet. It's a snippet. Uh, fuck. Um, it's a snippet at the very end. Yes. Your Majesty? Yeah. Oh, it's Majesty. Your Majesty. Her Majesty. I think her, it's called Her Majesty. It's Your Majesty. It? Uh, or is it Her Majesty? Her Majesty, yeah. Okay, Her Majesty. Anyway. Okay. Sorry, we're back to... Um, well, no, I'm quite pleased, but how, how long is Her Majesty? Oh, God, I've gone off the page now. <laughs> it's quite a strange question. <laughs> I never ask it in the crown. <laughs> um, it's 52 seconds. Is it? it? I, I mean, well, no, I'm sort of making that up just to sort of make it go away. I mean, it's all, by the way, I mean, let's not get onto this, but Her Majesty is a fantastic example of the thing I most hate about the Beatles, which is their terrible tweeners. Well, okay, we that's can not, go into that. That's but not I, penis, I, by the way. I didn't say no, penis. No, I, I mean, I, know, I absolutely know that you said they're terrible tweeners. Yeah. I think it's quite clever. Also, it was, it was moved in the order of things. It was it? Yeah. So what you can hear at the beginning of Her Majesty, everyone will know this, is the end crashing chord of Mean Mr. Mustard. That, you hear that sort of... Right, I don't know Mean Mr. Mustard. I've heard of it, but it's, I don't. It's a one of the would, tracks on. Right. Yes, so I know that. They took it, they moved I, I, it. I wouldn't know about the crashing chords at the end of it. No, but when you hear Her Majesty, it begins with a sort of okay. weird noise. Yeah, so and that's just that. the end of another song that it was butted up next to and yes I said but <laughs> okay let's have let's have a quick go shall we okay you're wrong by the way what it's not me Mr Mustard okay in which case uh, it is uh, it'll, it'll Here, either be I'm going to give you a clue yeah think of Her Majesty as a coda a PS to this album so therefore the previous song well, is 
Well, it's either polythene. No, no. Think, think of what I just said. Oh, right. it's okay. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking right? of the songs on every road in the medley. That. Get that out of your head. Right. right. Just, just think of this as a, as a puzzle. Okay. Her Majesty she on Abbey Road the window. is sort of a PS. It's kind of a coda. Therefore, the previous <laughs> song is called. She came in through the bathroom. No, window. you. No. Um, what, but I'm. What, I'm. What's, I'm but thinking... what's just before a PS or a coda? What would you say? Uh, is just before that. Yeah, but I know the songs, and so I'm trying to fit the <laughs> yeah, song. But, yeah, I don't want you to do that. Right. It's I mean. W- it, I want it, you to get my clue. Okay. But the clue is throwing me. <laughs> because I'm just going to go through the medley songs, which is. She came in through the bathroom. Polythene Pam. She came in through. Uh, it's or, like an afterthought. There's a number of chapters, and then there's a coda. Number of chapters. A book. A, yeah. A novel. Yeah, but if there's a lot of chapters yeah. in this book, in inverted yeah. commas. Yes. And then there's a the coda. Conclusion. Very what? close. Uh, You're very close with the word conclusion. Yeah, but none of this is getting me near the songs How on the medley. How can it not be? What's another word for conclusion? Um, what you're doing is you're clue refusing. <laughs> you're, you're just absolutely refusing to try and work out the clue. The medley is made of polythene uh, pam. Yeah, no one's interested in me this. Mean Mr. Mustard. Uh, it's much further than that anyway. St- what do you mean? It's after the medley. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was attached. To- it's the end. The song is called The End. Is it from The End? Wow. <laughs> the song is called The I End. I didn't know it was off the back no of The End. No amount of right. me saying, you know, <laughs> conclusion, <laughs> what comes at the... It comes after The End. A right. PS, a coda, yeah. what's just before that? Yeah. The End. Do you see what I'm saying? The great tragedy of... Of that whole bit. Of of the beat, of that album is that if they'd have finished yeah. on The Love You Take is Equal to The Love You Make, mm. it would have been the most amazing end to an entire career, wouldn't it? But then they stick at Her Majesty on the end. I know. Yeah, well, that's what's wrong with the Beatles. Tweeners. Well, yeah, right? I don't know if it's tweeners. I think it's slightly self-conscious. In many slightly... ways, the Beatles tweeners was their penis. <laughs> yeah, I can see how you... <laughs> how would... I come to that. No, well, no, I can't. I could just see you wanted to rhyme that. Yeah, I did want to say that. Yeah. Uh, look, anyway, can I go back to David Bowie? Yeah. So it's where can the horizon lie when a nation hides its organic mines in a cellar dark and grim? They must be very dim. They must be very dim. Right Now, there are two other voices on that. One is a scientist saying something like, it's organic growth is what makes a nation something like that. But never mind about that. There's a girl who says something. What does she say? Well, she definitely says, can I keep it? No, I don't think she says, can I keep it? Oh, really? She says something quite creepy. Hmm. What she says is, and now I don't exactly remember, but yeah. it's something like, and we're going to have to play it. Yeah. It followed me home. Can I oh, keep it? Oh, right. Okay. Is it can I keep it or can I keep him? I don't know, okay. but it's definitely can yeah. I, it followed me home. And I only heard it today, for I think for the first time, yeah, yeah. because I was listening in my headphones. And it's a sort of weird, is it, who do you think saying that? Like, I can't find a reference yeah. to this on the internet. So not even in... Pushing ahead of the dame or any wow. yeah, Bowie yeah. sites. It's not picked is up. Is there anyone saying who this is who yeah. says this yeah. or what it means or... Maybe only you and I can hear it. <laughs> well, I've wondered about that. It's quite ghostly. I've Because the thing about that album and All the Mad Men being perhaps the sort of most obvious example of it, it's it's the madness of his half-brother, it's the asylum yes, and all that. all that. And so you've got you've got this sense of, of yeah, sort of creepy Victorian yeah. mental institutions. And I've yes. always assumed... That she she's sort of like an inmate or, right. or or you know and and but I hadn't ever picked up the he followed me home I suppose I heard it a million times but but rather the can you keep it or no, it turns can out I can keep you keep him. him I mean I sort um, of related it in my mind to the Laughing Gnome it sounds a little bit like yeah. the gnome on Laughing Gnome yes and I wonder if it was the gnome talking that about maybe want... another gnome or oh no she's being followed no or she's being followed by the gnome yeah, she, yeah. 
Yes, it's wow. Well, we really are going in. Well, unless, unless that's the gnome, I know because just because it's high voice doesn't mean it's a. It doesn't a sound girl. anything like the gnome. The gnome, well, as you know, because like you do a very good gnome. No, you, you do a very good gnome. Oh, is it me? Yes, it's you. Yeah, is yeah. Um, about four seasons ago, uh, you did a brilliant gnome. She, he would be. He followed me home. <laughs> <laughs> that's more of a munchkin from yeah, Wizard of Oz, isn't it? Can you say, "Can I keep him?" Can now? I keep him? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's perfect. That's what that would sound like. Yes, that is what yeah. that sound like. So, so she's, but I think she's a little girl. She's yeah. the, it's the voice of a little girl. Do the gnome again, saying that. Can I keep it? Yeah, that's right. all, all it is is slightly more metallic. I suppose because it would be really hard to do a little girl. Can I keep it? Yeah, doesn't that doesn't really? <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. That... Just that element of it makes it not creepy but ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but once it's but a, you... once it's sort of softly spoken, it's creepy. When years ago, and there's no, there's you won't be able to find this, but I wrote. A song called Uncle Love. I, I won't able to find it. You're absolutely right. <laughs> you, sorry, what I meant is you won't want to find it. All right. And we wrote this song, this sort of pastiche French so, love song. What, like a Jack Bell? Yeah, pastiche. a little bit of ballad. Yeah. And um, how's it go? Can you play um, it now? Uh, yeah, but that, I'm not sure that guitar works. Well, it'll work enough. Oh, right. Um, it was called Uncle Love. It might not be in tune. Oh, it's oh it in is tune. in tune. Yeah, that's fine. That's enough. So it went. Uncle Love, I don't want to dance with you no more. Like this. That's and fantastic. Then it, and then it, Cause I danced too many times before. Well, it's nothing like a Jacques Brel song. But at the end of it... If anything, it's a bit like Your Majesty. <laughs> right. But, no, at Your Majesty. End, but at the end of it... Yeah. And I think I was channeling that little girl. We... Did a sort of echoey voice at the end that went, Good night, Uncle. Okay, because I was going to say, uh, it was meant to be Uncle bit, Love. I was that all the lyrics? Uh, I don't want to dance with you no more, no more, because I've danced too many times before. Yeah, if you if you overlay that yeah. with a sense of a little girl, that becomes really creepy and Yeah, no, I suppose it doesn't age brilliantly. <laughs> we we then did the that was the only verse, and then we did it in French. Oh right, and can you do it in then, French? Uh, can't remember. I think it went. Oh, en clamor, <laughs> je ne peux danser. How do you say no more? Je ne peux danser avec toi parce que j'ai déjà dansé toutes deux fois. I think when you, like we, this was the band you were in with Peter and that. No, no, this was a well, not even a band. You could call it happening. It was a friend. <laughs> it was a friend. Band, really, <laughs> less embarrassing. It was a friend at university, and we. One, we said, let's record a song. Yeah, I mean, it was one of those. Oh, was that your only song? Um, in that group... Uncle Love was your only song? Uncle Love was our only what song. What was the were... name of the band? Or the happening? Well, I think it was part of a band. It was an offshoot of a band, which you all know well, called Businessmen on Bicycles. I remember them, yeah. Who was our band. Or it was a sort of band. It was a bit like... Um, it's possibly the worst name for a band ever. It's pretty bad. Yeah. It was a bit like... Um, it's so unsexy. Uh, like, like the Faces. Like, it had lots of different people yeah, but in it like, it's really different a, times. It's like the Faces is a really good name It doesn't get band. mentioned the same sentences often, yeah. right, as yeah. the Faces. Yeah. But I think I was thinking about that creepy voice then. When oh, okay. we did it. When oh, we did, right. Uh, we did Good Night, Uncle. Right. As a sort of slightly echoey, weird, yeah. Have you still got this actually as a recording somewhere? Somewhere, I think. God, I'd love to uh, hear yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know whether... It's very Beatlesy. Is there another bit of it? Uh, yeah, there's a chorus. That's not the chorus? Uh, no, that's the verse. Oh, okay. So what's uh, the chorus? Uh, I think the chorus is... That you do all that. Because I... Da, 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 and then there's a chorus. It's mainly... <laughs> and then it's right, I go... 
Uncle Love. <laughs> oh, no, you want to get going, please. Love, I don't want to dance with you no more. <laughs> I don't want to dance with you no more. Just oh, a bit like well, that. It's beautiful, but it does have a slightly creepy... And there's a middle eight. Inappropriate I remember there's it. a middle eight. Okay. He goes, Uncle... Uncle something Love, like, I'm only 12. No, something like... Uncle, something like... I've told you before I'm telling my parents. Oh, I can't remember. I'll, 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 there's something about who's that knocking at my door. It's getting worse. And it's Uncle Love coming back oh, for more. Oh, God, it's worse than, <laughs> worse than, what is it, on Tommy? What's the terrible penis oh, song uh, on fiddling Tommy? About or something. Fiddle yeah. About. Fiddle it's About. It's awful. Yeah. Cousin Kevin and... But who's the guy who fiddles about? Played the, by Keith Moon. Yeah, the Uncle... Uncle Love. <laughs> Is it, is it no, the same it's Uncle Love? Love. It's a bit like Patty Boyd. He's had two songs written about him, and they're both brilliant. <laughs> what is it? What's the name of the character? Uncle uh, Uncle Ernie. Uncle Ernie. Of course, okay. of course yeah, it's yeah, Ernie. Yeah. Such a seventies name, Ernie. Wow. I so love we, Uncle Love, though. Yeah, I think so you should I'll re-record it. it. I'll see if I can find it somewhere. Well, that, um, no, that'd be great. Um, I hate to move on almost because yeah. I'd like to talk more about um, right. businessmen on bicycles. But uh, what I wanted to bring up was. So that happened with the with the creepy little girl voice. Yeah. Uh, and then the next song, which is not a song I've ever been that fond of, was Queen Bitch. Oh, yeah. And I became slightly obsessed with something that feels a bit root one for this, for a podcast, as arcane and sort of not root one. And it's Bowieana, right. it's Bowie Philia. Bowie right. Philia, is that uh, wrong? Bowie, Bowie, That's not what you said. Bowie Philia sounds like Peter uh, Philia. No, I think I said... Did you say Bowie Philia? I'm now worried. I think so, yeah, that love, that sounds a bit that wrong. That doesn't seem right. Yeah. Can that have been what I said? I don't yeah. know. Anyway, uh, which is, what is a bibbity-bobbity hat? Right. What is it? Okay, so... Is it I th- a bobble hat? No, I think a, I think a bibbity-bobbity <laughs> hat is one of those ones which you see him wearing around the uh, around the Head and Hall period in the 1970. Oh, what, they're just the a sort of hat? Yeah, and a massive floppy brim. Yeah, a massive floppy brim. <laughs> <laughs> Which was the first album from Businessman on Bicycle. <laughs> Sorry, it's a great combination of words. Yeah, I look forward I to your massive what, floppy brim. I think that's what it is. Is it? Because I, I don't know if I agree with that. Because isn't he talking? He's not talking about him. He's talking about a woman who I think he's seeing, isn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah. From a, from up on the seventh floor, he's seeing her walk past. Yeah. Uh, he's somewhat, you know, in a not very woke way, but it was 1971, uh, calling her a bitch. Uh, yeah, well, I could be a bloke, of course. It could I be think a- it's more. Yeah, it's funny you say woke because I've always thought that was really him playing a gay man in right. that, and I can't quite remember the lyrics now to tell you why. I'm up I on the that. seventh floor. I'm watching the people. cruisers, cruisers below. But cruisers, so, yeah. so I thought there was maybe a bit. And then yeah. there's something else. There's a couple of other things in there. She's trying hard to put her sister float. So, so there's a lot. Of, Look, there's sort of lots of I sexual think, ambiguity in there. Incest, put- even. Is this insane? I put She's it, I trying go- hard to pull her sister Flo, is that right? Or is it sister Flo? Yeah. I don't think, you see, what this, what Queen Bitch really is, mm. is is Bowie's most Velvet Underground Yeah, it's very Lou Reed. Yeah, yeah. Incredible Velvet Underground yeah. And I think Sister Flo yeah. is just the right. name yeah. of a character that he's made up like they yeah. used to make up names. But it's, he's producing Transformer virtually at the same time. Yeah. He's hanging out with you, right, and he's doing yeah. that very... She's hoping York. to score. It's, yeah. it's so, yeah. like, Definitely. New That's York. Right. And, but she's so swishy in her satin and tan. I mean, it might be that gay thing. I remember hearing once many years ago that um, Jimmy Edwards, who you right. may remember, was a yeah. comedian, a comic actor, 
from the 50s with an enormous right. moustache. Yeah. Like that was his thing, an enormous moustache. And he was once in the BBC bar and a very camp barman saw him and said, oh, I'm not, I'm not serving her. <laughs> I always thought I her love, yeah. was a brilliant thing yeah, yeah. to say about no, Jimmy no. Edwards. So the That's Queen brilliant. bitch character may be a very camp man who he's calling she. But I don't know. I've always imagined it is just a... Doesn't he uh, say... Well, well she's it? a queen and such a queen's... Yeah, it might be. I don't know. Who knows? Um, but still... She's so swishy in her satin attack and her frock coat and bibbity-bobbity hat. I yeah. don't think it's his hat. But a bobble hat feels wrong. And I'm thinking bobble just because a bibbity-bobbity sounds a bit like bobble. I suspect the whole Queen of New York <laughs> yeah. section ambiguity would be ruined by a bobble hat. <laughs> a bobble hat. I'm imagining. Yeah. I'm just, have you looked up bibbity-bobbity? I haven't looked up bibbity-bobbity hat. What, what images would you get with a bibbity-bobbity Well, hat? I'm going to tell you. Don't, let's just okay, you let tell me. try and describe it to you if I see who are. Okay. While you're looking for that, yeah, there's a lot. Oh, I there's want to just point a something out. Of different hats, which is this, right? All that kind of stuff in early Bowie yeah. is unbelievably brilliant. I would say he's what, what, un- which, throw away little noises yeah, yeah, and yeah. rhythmic sounds and think. Yeah, always brilliant. Well, I couldn't agree more. And it, the one that maybe that all roads lead to is after. Star, isn't it, on Ziggy Stardust, where he says, "We've." I think we talked about this before, but it is a, just have. a piece of utter majesty when he says, "Just watch me now." Yeah. So he says he's going to be a rock and roll star, and you sort of think, "Well, it's a song about being a rock and roll yeah. star," and he sort of says, "Just watch me." Like this is serious. Yes. That is. Yeah, okay. but, but, but let me let me put let me play that because that is incredible bit of colour. You believe that. him? Obviously, I love the opening of this. As well. yeah. For me, this is Tony went to fight in Belfast. Yeah, yeah. greatest lyric ever. Rudy yeah. stayed at home to starve. But uh, let's just play the end. It's brilliant. He's yeah, yeah. But there's loads of that. There's loads of that on the. I don't think of it as in the later albums that he does that so much. But on the early albums, there's a lot of those sort of bits where he just seems to be saying stuff or adding a little sort of yeah. Squeal or you know noise yeah. or whatever, and it's what is that fantastic. About? You could even take it to the um, the Andy Warhol intro, yeah, you Andy know, Warhol just intros. all the off stuff you're not supposed to hear. Yeah, that you, well, obviously you are, but that, that he, but it's a confidence, isn't it? And it's partly him being the well, rock and roll star. Well, so you'll remember, of course, that we one of our very early uh, bonding moments when we discussed indeed future legend, yes. and we discussed what song we would take off various Bowie albums in order to put on Where Are We Now when we decided that that was a great Bowie song. Yeah. We take off a great album to put it on. Yes. We thought Future Legend because Future Legend isn't a proper song and then we both realised no, the way that he says this ain't rock and roll, yeah. it's genocide, is yeah. so brilliant. It's amazing. It's yeah. the way he does it. It's so yeah. brilliant. It doesn't matter that it's not a piece of music. A hundred percent. I, uh, as you know, I uh, on my la- on the last podcast I said, oh, what I do now is I do Bowie news and I bring yeah. that and I did that and there's nothing new. Yeah, uh, there's a, a few reviews of Stardust, is it called the mo- that movie thing, which are all terrible. We really must watch that. Yeah, we must. In fact, we could. I was wondering is it if out we should. Yet? I don't know if it's out, but if we could see it in a house. Uh, possibly after lockdown, we could. Wa- I was thinking we could watch it together and oh, record that's a good idea. our thoughts. It looks extraordinary. It looks as bad as you could possibly make. Well, it, it actually got initially when it first appeared, and some people seem to have seen it. It got some remarkably good review. It got a good review in the Times. Did it? Did it? Yeah, and a good review somewhere else. And now it's come out properly. Like Rolling Stone and other people have just said rock and roll suicide. Yeah, and okay. other people have said the thing that you would expect to say, yeah. which is 
No, this is a song. This is a film about David Bowie with none of his songs in it, and Johnny Flynn doing a yeah. It's got no music. No Fielding. What impression. song would you if if it, they said Rock and Roll Suicide, which I get, mm. if it had been really good, yeah. What song? What would the what would you say? I don't know the answer by the way. I'm trying. Yeah, to, no, what would you, do I? Uh, well, it's hard to know because there aren't that many very very worth, upbeat worth, Bowie songs. Worth driving in on Saturday. Oh, I see. Worth, what a so, pun. Well, I don't. Know, I mean, I mean what I mean is, it's not a pun. It's just literally saying the song title. Maybe there's a neat. There's not a song title called "Great Film." No. So, <laughs> for a yeah. but uh, is there a Bowie? What a classic! Yeah. Is there a Bowie, Bowie? Is there a Bowie song you could just use as your headline? Let's dance. If it was really good, let's. Uh, in celebration uh, at this very good film. Um, uh, the only people not watching this is all the madmen. <laughs> <laughs> might yeah. could try. Um, Black Country mm. Rock. I don't know. I just said that. I just said that because I, I could. I was really hoping that by the end of that, I just chose it, and I thought by the end of this, maybe something will appear, and then it our didn't. view on the cast: heroes. <laughs> yeah. Well, there is that. You could, is there, there's, none, there's not a title. Well, there's not that many upbeat Bowie songs. No. Most of them are no. about sadness and isolation yeah. and alienation. So yeah. uh, it's quite hard to get the uptick that you yeah, want for a I good review. Anyway, luckily so, it's terrible. So anyway, there was no Bowie news, new news. Yeah. <laughs> else I can make out. So what I did instead. I went on eBay. Well, I, I've gone before to some. look for Bowie stuff. No, I just put in Bowie, but then I put in highest price to see oh, what the most yeah, expensive yeah. items right. are. And blimey, there are some extraordinary... House. No. I mean, there's th- some things on here where I just think, uh, what? So a David Bowie and Mayushi Sakuta co-signed fashion print is 28893 wow. Quid wow. an Aladdin Sane promotional poster from 1973, not signed, is £26,000. Really? A terrible, what it calls super realistic original painting God, that by is, yeah. Kufe is £23,000. Where's, where's the Aladdin Sane one? 11 people are watching that, and it's 56 quid postage. What? Yeah, David Bowie original post painting used in 1980s Athena poster, like a God, terrible that picture. That is dreadful. £24,950. And the only time you get into anything good, right, that you might think about buying. Mm. So his suit from Absolute Beginners, suit and tie, Absolute Beginners. Uh, what, yeah. How much do you think that is? What would, oh. you, what would you pay for that if you were a very rich man? Suit and the tie together. Yeah. I don't know how you would absolutely know. I mean, it does look like it. I don't know how you would absolutely brown, know that it? it is it. Uh, no, it's not. It's great. Oh, is it? It's definitely okay. not brown. For some reason it's brown in my head. Um, I don't know. Like, is it over ten thousand pounds? It is £10,000. What, on the nose? 10, on the nose, £10,000. £9.50 postage. 57 people are watching. It was Jonathan Ross's 60th birthday the other day, That's and amazing. I bought him, uh, quite expensive, yeah. uh, a vinyl of the 1980 floor show that yeah. Bowie did at the Marquee. A vinyl of that. It was yeah. quite hard to find. Yeah, that is uh, hard to I find. I got that from an obscure record shop called Red House Records. Thank you, Red House okay. Records. Uh, that cost me, you know, 50 quid or so. Yeah, I think you know. I was pleased with that. If I was a clo- you know, if I loved him more, and I yeah. love him a lot, I might have bought this because he'd have really liked this. But I'd yeah. say if you're thinking of Bowie and fashion and what he wore, yeah. the suit from Absolute Beginners is way down, isn't it? Yes. Way down the list. Yes, that's true. But the other stuff is all at the V and A, isn't it? Yeah, like the really so maybe great that's, stuff. That's um, the closest you can get for two thousand nine hundred eighty-eight quid. You can get a large mannequin that he used on stage in the outside tour, right? God. And that's it, right? Good. Well, wow, it looks, it looks like, like someone from, from Hiroshima. Pompeii. <laughs> yeah, from Pompeii. Wow. Yeah, it looks like... $4,000. $4,000, yeah. 
for that, which I'm going to believe them that it was used on stage during Outside. You know, I saw the Outside tour. I think there were mannequins on stage. But why would you spend that money on that? What I think that would always end up with is you buy it, you put it, Let's say you can put it somewhere, yeah. You know, on on show, perhaps in your shop, shop window, and put right. some clothes on it. Yeah, maybe. If you bought but the suit, if you bought the barish suit, you had in your hat. Some people will say, "God, what is that?" Yeah, and you'd say, uh, "Well, actually, fun enough, it's a mannequin that Bowie <laughs> used on yeah. his yeah. Uh, heathen tour." Yeah, and that would just elicit a sort of oh, oh right. right, yeah. Um, and people would say, "What you, you outside wasn't really one of his great albums." Uh, outside, yeah. I should yeah. say, not heathen. And then they'd say. Maybe what? Have you got anything from like Ziggy Stardust <laughs> yeah. here? You say no, not really. No, no, no that's ex- no. too expensive. No, yeah, no. I know. God knows what. But presumably people do buy. I mean, some of the stuff is is all right. I think. Oh, here's a Kansai Yakamoto maroon burgundy bead sequin wool jacket. Okay, it's, it says yeah. Bowie. I but don't know if Bowie mean, wore it or mean not. He wore it. No, I don't. But know. this I think is, illustrates what we've said before, which is: imagine he had worn that. Fine. Yeah. yeah. And he bought it, and it's obviously a beautiful. It sort of what really that's not what Bowie is, is it? No, you know. Although everyone says it's you know his dress and the way that you sort of think, yes, fine, but you're not really getting anything from that. That's not what. It's ultimately much more interesting to hear Queen bitch, isn't it? Yes. Now look. Wow. So what I've just discovered on eBay for five hundred ninety-five quid yeah. is a superb signed, huge original oil painting of Mick Ronson. Oh wow. David Bowie guitarist. It's quite similar. Wow. And what I like. A number of things about it is there's a quote that goes with yeah. it. It just says, "This is in lovely condition. The quality of painting is superb, but it's not ascribed." Not, not ascribed. Quote. Yeah, yeah. So that quote could just be from the person who's selling from, it. Yeah. Right. And then there's quite a lot of information underneath about Mick Ronson, and quite a lot of it is wrong, right? <laughs> uh, because it says he was in Mott the Hoople for a time and was responsible for all the young dudes. Well. I mean, he was obviously involved in all uh, the young dudes. Okay, I think he did join Mott the Hoople briefly. Yeah, but afterwards. He joined oh, Mott the Hoople, yeah, I, yeah, I can tell yeah, you. No, no, he yeah, joined yeah. Mott the Hoople after he worked yeah. with Bowie. And but it's true that he's responsible for all the young dudes in a... Well, well no, David well, Bowie is no, responsible okay. for all the young dudes. No, I mean, that's I mean, true. I think that yeah. to claim yeah. responsibility yeah. for Mick Ronson, just because you want to yeah. sell a painting of him, yeah. leaves out David yeah. Bowie. That, that, he also played guitar and piano for Lou Reed on Perfect Day, did he? Yes. That might be true. Yes, it's amazingly true that he is the piano Yeah, on but Perfect then Day. it says he was quite impressive as he was a park attendant from Hulk. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> I mean, he was quite impressive because he was a brilliant guitarist for yeah, David Bowie, that, that, not because he was a park attendant That's like Hull. saying, the brilliant thing about Elvis was yeah. he was a baby yeah. at one point. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it definitely doesn't rule out, does it? Anyway, yeah. uh, you have to go. Yes, yeah, so so I have to go. Um, should we end on um, playing out the creepy girl? Yeah, well, I don't know that we've ever actually completely... Nailed down what the creepy girl says. Oh, have we? I, I mean, thought we, it was. Well, yeah, it's, it's whether it's him or it is the problem. Right. Where can the horizon lie when the nation hides its organic minds in a cellar, dark and grim? They must be very dim. I mean, her saying that has always stuck, stuck with me. But I suppose what I would take on my desert island if mm. I had to get rid of everything else yeah. is they must be very dim <laughs> because it's sort of the worst acting. Because yeah. what's he suggesting that it's a really obvious thing to say, so he's making light of it? What's the what's the motivation there? What's he trying to do by saying what a nation? Why does he say they must be very dim? It's actually one of those moments 
I think I think we talked about this on the Laughing Gnome. That on the Laughing Gnome, there's a couple of moments where there is laughter. Yeah, right. To cover um, up the fact that it isn't really funny or yeah, working or definitely. anything and they just sort of laugh yeah to, and i think that's the same yeah i think really bowie couldn't think of a good rhyme for yeah. grim yeah so went with dim and, and then and thought, if i laugh if i chuckle why don't you it will it'll cover up the yeah. fact that, that this doesn't make any sense i know you lo- this <laughs> must be very dim and it's sort of like don't don't question this yeah. because obviously i'm so certain about it i'm laughing why don't you people i think people like it when we role play these situations why don't okay. you be um steven spielberg Okay. Who was the executive? Who was the executive producer of Just a Gigolo? Anyway, one of the Not Bowie. Let's just say, let's just say you're you're a big film producer in okay. Hollywood, and you yeah. think, and you're really keen to cast Bowie, right? And I'm uh, Bowie. No, I'm uh, the producer. I'm bringing the money, or so I'm the producer. Okay. And you're uh, head of the studio. Okay. And, uh, you, and I'm going to play you this. No, I want you to just tell me that you think Bowie. We should cast Bowie. Okay. Hi. <laughs> We're in. The, we're already in a conversation. Oh, we're already in the conversation. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah so the, you're here, LA. You're okay. by the way. So uh, here's the thing. Uh huh. Um, who are you? What's your name? Um, I'm uh, Lionel. <laughs> Lionel. Um, here's the thing, Lionel. Producer. I really think we should cast David Bowie in in this. Uh, I don't know if you've heard his acting. Are on, you uh, absolutely sure on about all that? the Mad Men? Have you heard his acting on that? Well, he does a bit I, of acting in the I, middle of that. For song. the purpose of this role play, I was going to bring that up. Oh, wait. <laughs> I didn't quite understand the role play. Okay. What do you like about David? What, well, it's what funny, is... actually, you say that. You right. were going to bring that up what, as, a, as an example of how he can't act. Because I was going to bring an example of how, of how he really can act. As a warning from history, I would like you to hear his earlier work. I okay. would like to reference All the Mad Men. I love All the Mad Men. Have you I mean, heard his... everything about Terry. You, and, you know he's speaking you know, on that. Grim you know... Victorian, <laughs> gothic, mad stuff in Britain in the 1960s. All agreed, yeah. except... <laughs> he is the guy that does the line, they must be very dim. Uh, yeah, that's brilliant. Have it? a listen again. <laughs> uh, can you, can you, how does he do that? And tell me you want to hire this joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, well, let's bring David in. Let's bring David in, uh, right, and mm. give him a line, and maybe mm. that line, and okay. see how he does it, okay? Uh, I, I, think okay. I, I think I know how this uh, Yes, go. I don't understand. <laughs> I'll let <laughs> you do this. Okay, so David comes in, right, and... Steven Spielberg is there, and this other guy, Lionel. Yeah. Right. David, we're a little, just a little bit worried. Right. right? Can you read this line? Yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> can you just read those? We think they're kind of difficult and weird, but let's see if you can make them work. Okay. Let's see if you can make them work, David. Where can the horizon lie yeah. when a nation hides? Oh, <laughs> no, no, you're going to make it work. It, it's <laughs> organic. Even I know this isn't going well. It's organic mines <laughs> in a cellar. I know. I've got an idea. I've got. <laughs> It's a long shot, but I'm going to try it to see if I can okay. get this acting gig. It's really not working, is it? Like Dark and grim. Oh, I haven't oh. done it yet. Here we go. Okay. They must be very dim. Oh, that's brilliant. You are cast. <laughs> that little chuckle, it did it for me. Wow, it really paid off. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, we'll see you next week really or whatever. That's actually what happened, by the way. For another edition of Stalking Time for the Moon Boys. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.